go get chaydesh. Thank you. All right. So today's daf is daf chavtes, page twenty nine. Hilgu mesachas adarim, and we're going to go back to the bottom of chavchas amad beis. Let us restart the sugya from the two dots. All right, five and four lines from the bottom of chavchas amad beis. All right. So here we go. The Mishnah on Chavches Amud Aleph at the bottom. Okay. So, for Abarvinsky, this mom is getting a whole Chazarin on the <laughs> majority of the, of the Dav. So, the Mishnah on the bottom said a case where if somebody looks at his plantings and he says, I want my plantings to be hectish if they're not chopped down. Okay? If they're not chopped down. The halacha is yesh lahem pidyon. He's going to have to redeem it because if it's not chopped down, then he's, it's hektish. He'll have to redeem it. We said, what happens if he says they should be hektish until they're chopped down? I want these trees to be hektish until they're chopped down. Then once it's chopped down, ain lahem pidyon. There's no redemption. Now yesterday we said, what does it mean? There's no vosmeint. Uh, what does it mean? There's there's no redemption over here. So we had a machlaikas <clears throat> as to whether there's no redemption needed because there's no hektish. You said it's only going to be hektish until it's chopped. So the moment it's chopped, there's no redemption. That's one shot. The other part is, is that you can, even if you redeem it and pay for it while it, until it is chopped, you're still going to have, you could do that over and over and over. But the maisa, it remains hektish until ultimately it's chopped down and then you redeem it again. Okay, so Elohim Pidya means your original redemption is not going to work. So ultimately, what, so what's the answer? I mean, no, so ultimately, no, so we have a machlekes as to how to understand Ein Lahem Pidyon. What does it mean, Ein Lahem Pidyon? Does it mean you don't need at all? Or, huh? It seems very clear, very simple. That, well, let's, let's read this inside. We're, I'm, I'm giving a little preface to the Gemara. So let's, let's learn the Gemara inside again. This is, we're, this, what we're, this is exactly what we're going to chazer over. So it says the, it says the Gemara like this. Again, two dots, four lines from the bottom of Chav Chesomadbeis. Let's learn this machlekes inside. Zokt the Gemara. Harein netiyah sa'ilu karbon v'chulah. Guy says these plantings should be uh, like a carbon. They should be forbidden. V'chulu, etc. Says the Gemara, Ula ilam, does it remain usher forever? Amar Barapada, Barapada explains, no. What it means is, when you, again, when you, what's the condition? It's hektish until I chop. So he says, pardon v'chayzos v'chayzos. What happens is, if you redeem it while it's not yet chopped, it's going to go back, even though you paid for it, it's going to go back and retain its kedusha. Pardon if you redeem it again, chayzom v'chayzos. Ad sheyekotsu. No matter how many times you want to redeem it, guess what, bud? It's going to become hektish again, because that was your original statement. But once Niktzatsu, once it's now cut down, Paidon Pamachas, all you got to do is pay for it once. Do now do an ultimate redemption, Vidayoi, and that is enough. Vidayoi, that's enough. Now you redeem it, and that's enough. Why? It's not enough that your statement said that it's only hektish until now. The only way, says Barpada, to remove a hektish is through a pidyon. Okay, it's through a pidyon. In other words, if you're bothered by I, he said only until. It's cut. Barapada's of the opinion, very nice, that's what you said, but built into removing hektish needs yes. a pidyon. So when you said until then, what you're saying is until then I'll be able, then I'll be able to be paid That's basically what you're saying. And once you cut it down, there's no need to do a pidyon. There's no need to do a pidyon again. Automatically, 
the Kedusha falls off. Okay? Gavaldik. Now, says the Gemara, top of today's daf. Amr le Rav Amnuna. Rav Amnuna says, Kedusha Shebahen Lehechanocha. You, Ula, who are of the opinion that as soon as you cut down the tree, there's no longer Kedusha. Where did the Kedusha go? What if a person says to a woman, Behold, you are my wife today. But not tomorrow. Let me ask you a question. You're going to say that works? Just because somebody says there was holiness over here now, and then, but not tomorrow. The holiness just leaves. No, you need an action to remove the holiness. You got to do something. You got to give a get. So too asks Rev Hamanuna on Ula, Ula, as soon as you chop down the tree, the Kedusha, hey, what, what made the Kedusha leave? You need a Pidyoin to remove the Kedusha. Amalei Rabba. So Rabba says back to Rev Hamanuna, no, 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 no. Me come damis Kedusha's dumb, the Kedusha's aguf. I'll tell you the difference. When you marry a woman, her very essence becomes holy, becomes sanctified within the realm of marriage. However, when I say this tree, what was my expression? This tree is a carbon. What was the last time somebody shechted a tree on the Mizbeach? <laughs> it's not a carbon. You they chop down the tree, you could burn it on the Mizbeach, but it's not a carbon. It's not a carbon. So obviously when he said carbon, what, what, what's happening here? It's becoming an essence of carbon. No, it's becoming Kaddish, monetarily. Okay, it's just, it's value. Becomes hektish. Kedushas domim paka bikadi, kedusha gufle paka bikadi. Says Rava, no. He's defending Ula. And he says, he says to Rava Amnuna, you know, when you marry a woman who intrinsically becomes uh, Kaddish, sanctified to, you know, and, and set aside for this husband, Beseder, we understand why you, ha- you need to actively do something. But when something is only holy with its value, and not intrinsically holy, maybe it could fall off. Based upon my statement. Says the Gemara, Amalei Abaye. Abaye says to Rava, Kedusha Sagof, Leipaka Bikadi? What do you mean? Kedusha Sagof, Leipaka Bikadi? But how do we live to the Raisa? Shar Shal Ayla Kol Shlai Shem If a person says, the, this axe is going to be an Ayla uh, for 30 days. Ulach Shlai Shem Yaim Shlamim. And after 30 days, I intend for this axe to be a Shlamim. Kol Shlai Shem Yaim Ayla. For the first 30 days, it's going to have the Kedusha of a Ayla. For the next 30 days, it's going to be, have the Kedusha of a Shlomim. I.e., i.e., depending on when you bring it as a carbon, that'll depend on what type of carbon it is. Now says the Gemara, Amai. But what made it move from an Ayla to a Shlomim? Kedusha According to you, it's, uh, I'm sorry, according to you, it's Kedusha Saguf, and it should not be able to change from an Ayla to a Shlomim. But here you see, even Kedusha Saguf, could change from Ayla to Shlomim. So don't tell me that there's a discrepancy, there's a difference between whether it's Kedusha Aguf or Kedusha Dom. That's not true. But they're both Kedusha Aguf. Mm-hmm. So you're going from one Kedusha to another Kedusha, which could be different than going from Kedusha's Mama. To- so Rabbi Ravinsky saying, listen, over here you're moving from one Kedusha Aguf to only Kedusha Aguf. But either way, what's removing you? You see from here that Kedusha's Aguf Alein could leave. When something has intrinsic holiness, it can change. Over there, you didn't say that it's actually, the ox is actually going to be an ayla. It's actually going to be a shlom. You say it's value. It's going to be like an ayla. It's value. It's going to be like a shlom. And in such a case, maybe taka, it could shift. It could move from being an ayla 
to the, the value could move from being an oila to the to being the value of a shlomim. Says Gemara, one second, Yachi, if that's true, a seifa. Let's say then the brayso lach It says after shleishimya, if he says for thirty days, this is a carbon oila. And from now, meaning like retroactively, it's like right now, it's a shlomim. If you're going to, if you're going to tell me that, um, if you say that one part of it's dealing with Dush Agof and the other part's dealing with the financial uh, value top of Amud Beis, that would make sense why the Tana has to give us both cases, meaning the Salkadite, the Chamina, I would have thought to say, that when something has intrinsic holiness, it does not fall off on its own. It's harder to fall off. It has intrinsic holiness. But I would say something that only has its value, which is holy, maybe the Kedusha could fall off. Therefore, the price gives us two cases. Yeah, One case where you start out Kedusha Saguf and then becomes Kedusha's Damim. Another case where you're moving from one Kedusha Saguf to another Kedusha Saguf. I get that. But if you're going to tell me that both the beginning and the end of, this, of the, of the Brisa is dealing with just Monetary value. Why do I need two cases? Meaning, hashta now yeshleimar. You already told me that you could move an animal from an oila to a shlamim. An oila has a higher level of kedusha than a shlamim. So if it has intrinsic holiness, it can, you can move such a high level of intrinsic holiness of an oila and move it to a lower level of intrinsic holiness of a shlamim. So I would say to move it from a less stringent. Uh, Kedusha, meaning i.e. it starts out being like a Shlomim, and I want to move it to being Chamor, like an Ayla, do you, ha- uh, do you have to tell me that it could, uh, that the, the earlier Kedusha could move? Of course it could move. Of course it could move, again, because if, you're gonna, if you can move down in holiness, Kavachimer, moving up in holiness, we always allow you to add Kedusha. Adding Kedusha is not a, not a real Kiddush. That you can add to something else. So the Gemara at this point wants to view it as take a step back. The Gemara at this point wants to understand this as follows. We had two cases. One moving from Eilat to Shlom. The one moving from Shlom to an Eilat. Telling us that you could change the... You could, you could uh, move the holiness. Bikdi. With nothing specific happening over here. It could happen by itself based upon my original statement. So here we go. If I could say that my animal is an ayla for the first 30 days, and then I want this animal to be a shlomer for the next 30 days. If that's going to work, let me ask you a question. Where is the extra holiness of the ayla going in the second 30 days? Let me repeat. If I'm allowing the, call it, a hundred bushels of ayla holiness, the first 30 days. And then I say it's going to become an 80 bushel value of Shlomim. If I say that works, we'll say, well, where's the Kedusha of those 20 bushels? Where, where'd it go? We say, it doesn't matter where it went. I, that was part of my original statement. It doesn't really care. Kavachaymer, how much more so when you're moving from Shlomim to Naila, where no holiness is leaving. We're not leaving any holiness hanging. You understand? The holiness is staying. We're just moving from an 80 to 100. We're just adding more. How much more so should that be okay? So you see, from the fact that the Brisa does give us both cases, we're giving cases that apply across the board. Even when there is Kedushas Haguf, even when there is intrinsic holiness in the animal, Lemaisa, if the owner said 
there's no Kedusha here. There's no Kedusha here. And this, Lemaisa, would be a, a uh, challenge on Rava, who says that only by Kedusha's Domim does holiness leave, but Kedusha Guf doesn't leave. Because here you see, even by Kedusha's Aguf, it certainly does leave. Okay. So this is a very strong question on, a very strong question on Rava. Again, Oh, Nomad Aleph, Rava had told us the difference between the cases is that, um, that the difference in the case of marrying a woman and the case over here is that by a woman there's intrinsic holiness. Over here there's no intrinsic holiness, so that means Rava's saying that when there's intrinsic holiness, the Kedusha cannot leave via statement. Over here the Gemara is saying, you see that when an owner says, this is an island for 30 days, and then it's done for 30 days. The holiness could leave by a statement. Rava must be incorrect. Zot, the Gemara Vaita. Lema, the Havi Tiyufta de Barpada. Let's say that our Brisa is also an upslug on Barpada. Now remember, Barpada, on the bottom of Chav Ches Amad Beis, Barpada was the one who held that if somebody says, my trees are holy until they're chopped, Barpada says, once they're chopped, what do you do? Redeem it again, and then you lose the holiness. Nachon? Ula said, you don't have to. Once it's cut, it's cut. Barpada says, no, 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 no. You still have to do something. Now, the Gemara is going to point out that what we just learned doesn't seem to be you have to actually do anything, right? So here we go. Let's say this Brisa is, an, is a refute on Barpada. The Amar, Barpada says, In order to remove the holiness from the tree, what do you need? An actual redemption. But according to this, according to what we've learned in the Brisa, that if something could move naturally from an Eilat to Shlomim, based upon the owner's statement, why don't we just say the tree lost its holiness based upon the owner's statement? What's his need for redemption? Yeah? <coughs> Clark. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Amar of Papa. So Papa says, no. Barpada is not proven Wrong from this brisa. Why? Amar lach barpada. Barpada is going to say to you, Hachi kamar. This is really what the uh, this is really what the brisa means. Imloy Amar may achshav shlomim. If he doesn't say from now, it's going to be a shlomim. Meaning, originally we're starting with a lower kedusha. Laachar shloishim yoyim oylahave. So then after 30 days, it would become an oila. Fine. So, ready? Here's the case. A guy says, this animal is going to be an oila after 30 days. And it's going to be a shlamim from now. If not for kicking in the shlamim now, it would have become an oila anyway after 30 days. Midi. So, this should be like the Havi Aymer Lisha. Somebody says to a, a woman, His li, you be married to me. After 30 days. Yeah, I, I plan, let, let's be married in a month. The Mikudeshes. The halacha is, she's automatically married 30 days later. You put a ring on her finger now. You say, bring a ring on your finger now. And the, the stipulation of acceptance of this marriage is that it's not going to be active. For th- in 30 days, it'll be active. It's going to activate. Okay, we'll push the activate uh, button on this. It's a slow release pill. In 30 days, the Kedusha will come around. The Mikudeshes, after 30 days, she's married, This is true. What if in, within the 30 days, she'd have sold her ring? So she doesn't have the ring anymore in that time. So they're still married. It doesn't matter. Because at the time, it's like a slow release pill. 
at the time he gave it to her, she acquired it l'shem kedushin for the purpose of kedushin, and the understanding was the agreement was that we're married, uh, we're married in thirty days with the action that's taking place right here. Now I might think that listen, if if the marriage is happening in thirty days, she's sure she uh, she sure better have that money in thirty days. Otherwise, there's no marriage. Okay, but you see from over here that you can have such a such a possibility. You can have a possibility where right now we're doing an action, and even though she spends the money, she sold it, whatever it is, the kedushin is going to be effective when whenever we agreed upon. Okay, so. So uh, the Gemara answers that in, in uh, such a case as well, if somebody were to say, behold, my animal's an Ayla in 30 days, and then he wants to go make it a Shlomim, the reason why it becomes an Ayla in 30 days is because the Shlomim can't stand in the way of it being an Ayla, the same way a person does this, to, uh, will do the situ- you know, this statement to a woman when he's married. Says the Gemara, fine. Pshita. Pshita. Says the Gemara, if, if you're going to compare the case of the animal becoming an ayla in 30 days to a case where you're marrying a woman in 30 days. So why do I need this brysa at all? Once I know this halacha applies to brysa, why would I think that it's any different? This is such an obvious halacha. It's an obvious halacha. So the Gemara answers, Oh, I'll tell you what happens. What happened was, he says, I'm making this an ayla in 30 days. And then 10 days later, before the 30th day, he wants to back out. He wants to back out. Does it become an ayla after 30 days? You know what the halach is? It still becomes an ayla after 30 days. It still becomes an ayla. Okay? So since it's automatically an ayla, uh, since automatically an ayla, and you can't back out, that's taken at a chiddush. Says the Gemara, one second. Uh, fine. So now you're going to tell me there's an adichidish over marriage. But that makes sense according to the opinion who says that you cannot back out of a marriage once you agree. In other words, what happens if you do this to a woman? You put a ring on her finger, you agree to Kedushan, and the agree, agree the Kedushan is going to happen in 30 days. And then 10 days later, you're like, yeah, I changed my mind. I actually don't like you. Okay? So if you hold that. Um, they cannot back out within 30 days. Fine. We get the Ad Chiddush that we're, we're throwing in over here. That either by the animal or by a woman you can't back out. But there is an opinion old that after uh, agreeing for the marriage to take hold uh, in 30 days, she could back out within the 30 days. What are you going to say? In other words, the Brisa is not dealing with, uh, with such a case. If the Brisa says it's automatically... A valid marriage. So again, we're back to our questions. What's going to be the chidush of the brisa? Answer the Gemara. Even according to the opinion, Hassam by marriage, that chayzeres. Hassam means over there. Even according to the opinion over there, that she could back out within 30 days. Hachi shiny. This case, meaning our case of karbonis, of moving from an ashlam to an ayla, will be shiny, will be different. Why? The amrisu legavaya. Because... What you're doing is, you're saying, this is going to be holy to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And when you say something to go to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is a very, very, very profound idea. Saying something is going to be holy is the same as actually performing an action with somebody else. Hence, Azoy. Like this. The Gemara is saying, you can't even connect 
the case of in 30 days this will be an ayla, and then within 30 days you make it a shlama, to a case of, you cannot get the case of a woman. I'll marry you in 30 days, and within 30 days you want, you want to back out. Why not? Because when you're marrying a woman, that's between the two of you. So maybe over there we'll say she could back out. However, when you make something uh, hectish, when you give something to the Rabbinah Shleilam, it's like a done deal. Even if you say it's going to be in 30 days, it's like it's It's a much stronger, whenever you say something for the Rabbinah Shleilam, it's a much more active statement. It's a beautiful idea, by the way. It's a beautiful idea. We know the Rabbinah Shleilam deals with us like this all the time. It's a tremendous chesed. When a kid tries to do a... a um, the right thing, and he strives to do the right thing. It's as if we did it, yeah, as if we did it. Mamish, Amirasu the Gavaya. When we when we're sincere in what we tell the Rabbanu Shalom, Kimisi Rasu Lahadiyat. It's 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 like it. Uh, it Mamish was performed. This is the idea we spoke out a um, a couple of days ago. Beautiful, uh, beautiful, uh, uh, and uh, uh thought of of Aynes um, Rachman Right? doesn't just mean that you don't need to do it. It's a strange expression. It should be your pater. Aynes Rahman Apatri means when you're an Aynes, Rahman the Rabbanshan Apatri is doing it for you. He patters you up. He's doing the mitzvah for you. Yeah? His mom is like you patter somebody up from Kiddush by making Kiddush for them. When you're an Aynes, his mom is like, says, I got this. I, I did. Don't even feel bad like you didn't so do you it. Mamish, you did it. Yeah, Mamish, like Kaviyachal. Wow. Forget it's a beautiful a beautiful idea. Forget whose idea this was. Maybe, uh, I forgot, I forgot uh, which, uh, which or, it wasn't the Balshantiv, one of the Balshantiv's Tamidim. But he makes this diak, right? He makes this diak. What's it? Rachmana, Patre. Rachmana. The Balshantiv's Patres, you up. It's strange, right? The tire is doing it. The is doing it. Therefore, you're potter. That's what, it, that's what it means over here as well. When you say something and you're, you're makade something, it's as if it's actually handed over and everybody will agree there ain't no backing out. Okay. Beautiful. All right, here we go. Yosef, Rav Ovin, Virav Yitzchak. Rav Osin and Rav Yitzchak, and Rav Yitzchak, Berebi. Uh, Rav, Yot, Rav Oven and Rav Yitzchak, the son of Rebbe, were sitting. Where were they sitting? Kamei de Rav Yermia, in front of Rav Yermia. Okay, so Rav Yermia is apparently the Rebbe, and you have Rav Oven and Rav Yitzchak sitting in front of him, the common nam name Rav Yermia. The Rebbe was taking a chapping a drimel. Yeah, he was taking a little nap. Yosvi the Kamri. So Rav Oven, Rav Yitzchak were sitting the Kamri, and they said, "Listen, Lebar Pada." According to Barpada, remember beginning of today's shir, the Amar Padon Chayzreis Vikaychais, who says that if you say this tree is holy until it's cut, every time you redeem it, it retains its kedusha. Top of tomorrow's daf, Tivshait, we can answer the boy Ravaishia a question that Ravaishia answered. By this statement of Barpada, we can answer a question of Ravaishia, which was Hanaisein Shtei Prutais Leisha. What would be the halacha when somebody gives two prutais? Now all you need to do is give one pruta, which is a financial value to a woman to marry her. He gives two to her, and he says to her, with one prut, one of these prutos, one financial value, I plan on being married to you today. And with the other financial value, I'm marrying you again, 
after we get divorced. Okay. Now, Rav wants to know, Rav wants to know whether the second marriage works. Let's say they're married because he gave her a pruta. Let's say they get divorced. Are they immediately remarried without them doing anything because he already gave her the second pruta, which she accepted? Sure, he just gave her the It's a good shilas. Because it was a nice way to give her money like yesterday. Well, he already gave her the money. He already gave it prior. He gave her two. So he owes her the ksuba, that's it. So the Gemara says, hold on. So the Gemara says, According to Barpada, who says that when you have a tree, according to Barpada says when you have a tree, and you redeem it, automatically becomes hectish again. And then you redeem it, automatically becomes hectish again. Until you actually cut it down, it seems that it'll work. Right? You married her, you're divorced, so you automatically become... Uh, become married again. So he says, look at the statement. Hence, we have an answer to Rav Haishia's, uh, we have an answer to Rav Haishia's Shaila. Now you might want to ask, you might want to ask, why would somebody do this? Isn't it strange? Isn't it a strange thing? Yeah. So there could be, it could be uh, a number of different reasons. Maybe he owes something and he needs to, you know, and they need to get divorced. You know that joke, they say a guy walks over, the guy walks over to Yidin Shul. He wants to give an aliyah. He says, what's your name? He says, my name is Esther ben Moshe. He says, your name's Esther ben Moshe. You sure that's your name? He says, yeah, I'm in financial trouble. Everything's in my wife's name. Okay. All right, think about it. Fine. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara Viter. Isar behu Rav So now Rav Yirmiya, who was, who was hopping a drimu, yeah, so he he's he now wakes up. He wakes up. He sees Rab, he sees uh, who was it? It was Rav Oven and Rav Yitzchak are sitting in front of him. They have this young look. We answered Rav Haishia Shaila. So now Rav Yirmiya wakes up and Amar he says to them, What's this that you're comparing? Pedon redeeming redeeming from the tree to a case where you're redeeming marriage. Hachi Amar Here Rav Yechanan says. If he redeems them, they become Kaddish again. But if somebody else is paid to them, you know, redeems the tree, it does not automatically become hektish. And when it comes to divorcing a woman, it's as if somebody else redeemed the trees. Okay? Now, why would it be it's as if, uh, you know, why would it be as if you redeemed the tree? So the, the shot over here is as follows. When it comes to marriage, you need two sides. You need the husband agreeing to acquire the woman and the woman agreeing on her end as well to give over her rights to the husband. When it comes to a tree, a tree doesn't have das withholding itself from ever becoming hectish again. Hence, Says, uh, says Rabbi Yirmiyah, very nice you trying to connect the halacha of Barpada by the tree where it's automatically becoming sanctified again until it's actually cut. To the case of the marriage, he says you're wrong because by the case of the marriage, you have the, you have the das of the woman that can stand in the way of it happening again as opposed to the tree. You don't have a das of a tree and that's why it happens automatically. You do not have a proof from Barpada to answer Rav Haishia Shaila. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Says the Gemara to wrap this up till the Mishnah Says the Gemara, Itmar. We learn Itmar Nami. We learned also Amr Ravami, Amr Avichinon. Ravami says in the name of Avichinon, Loishanu. Where did we learn this halacha of Barpada that 
If you say it's hectic till it's cut down, and then you redeem it, it's automatically kadosh. You redeem it, it's automatically kadosh. You redeem it, it's automatically kadosh. So it's actually cut down. It's only where he's the one redeeming it. But if somebody else goes and redeems it from Hektish, now there's another das over here, there's another mindset, Gavaldik, it does not automatically become Hektish again. They've, taken, they've put their mind in it, they've taken ownership. Hence, again, we're agreeing that Rav Hashiyah's question is not answered. Again, what was Rav Hashiyah? Shaila, what happens if somebody says to his wife, he gives her two prutus, one for now, one for later. Is this later one going to work? The answer is, we don't know. We have no proof from Barpada's statement. We'll hold it here for today. Bejam, tomorrow we will pick up from the Mishnah on Daf Lamed Amar Aleph. Have a wonderful, beautiful Rosh Chodesh, everybody.